welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about how you're not actually behind. well, given that I'm just getting over a bit of a summer cold. I hate summer colds. They're just not right. Well, the one nice (laughs) thing about a summer cold, at least here in St. Louis where it's hot, is you get a little chill when you sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? So when I sneeze, I usually get goosebumps. Do you get goosebumps Uh when you sneeze? No. And so in the summer, if you're hot, it feels good. (laughs) I didn't know that about you, and I've never heard that about anyone. I've not experienced it myself. Maybe I'm the only one who experiences that. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sorry. It's really that cute, you, though. <laughs> I always try to look on the bright side, Shannon. I know. Uh, I'm sorry that you have a cold. That I really, summer colds, they're just not right. Yeah, it's fine, but um, I apologize. I probably sound a little more nasally than normal. A little bit, but we can tolerate it. We, okay. being me and the reader and the listeners. Oh, well. I'm speaking for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's nice of you to be so generous on their behalf. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what are we talking about today? Do you're talking about how I'm not behind? Yeah, you're not behind. I'm not behind. Excellent. <laughs> Do you feel like you're behind sometimes? Some Yes. Sometimes I feel like I'm behind. And when I do, I feel, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel sort of anxious and like, like I want to hurry up. And I know that hurrying up usually doesn't help me. Like that kind of stress doesn't help me get stuff done. So I try not to think that way. Yeah, I think it's pretty useful to recognize that that it, isn't a, a helpful tactic like um uh i don't know when i feel behind i'm much more likely to make mistakes i think absolutely i yes and i i feel like whenever i stress when i'm feeling stress in general i'm much more likely to make mistakes and yeah. feeling behind definitely adds stress i just yeah. accidentally knocked my desk with my knuckle <laughs> ow i was i was well i was gesturing <laughs> so sorry oh. for the noise <laughs> <laughs> you were very emphatic about that i know i was doing i was acting like you i mean you're the gesture here <laughs> usually i my hands stay still but i, I feel strongly apparently about this stress of feeling yeah. behind yes so how how i can't imagine we're the only ones who feel behind but and i haven't managed to formulate a great strategy for not feeling behind do you have wisdom on that well, I think the thing about um, that that feeling behind, and it goes hand in hand with that feeling like you need to catch up. I think they're, you know, mm-hmm. sort of, they're, I don't know, they come together. They're, they're 
partners in crime. What would Geraldine say? They're kissing cousins. Yeah, they're kissing cousins. Right. <laughs> I love that. Um, but the, I think the thing when you're feeling that way, it's a good time to stop, reassess where you are and how to get where you want to go. Um, I think a lot of times that feeling of, of needing to catch up in particular comes from a false idea that there's something you can, you know, that you're trying to reach some point, which is probably not actually reachable. I think about people who talk about um, wanting to catch up um, with you know, their task list or their mail or something like that. And I think the problem with that is that you, it's like once you're caught up, then you can relax and you don't have to worry about it. But really what would be more useful is thinking about a system that allows you to maintain what you want to maintain. Mm-hmm. Yeah couple things jumped in my mind while you were talking one is like yeah feeling like you got to catch up or you're behind in makes indicates that perhaps you think there's a finish line and there really isn't a finish line in life except for uh death (laughs) right (laughs) Um, yeah (laughs) probably i mean really i mean even when you're retired and living the life you dreamt of there you still have to you know pay your taxes you still have to do stuff um, so that's that's good to keep in mind. And the other thing is, when you said what you said at the beginning of that uh, about um, when you feel that way, it's a, an indication that it's time to sort of step back, take stock, and I can't remember what else was after that. Except what I want to say about this, and then I'm going to ask you to repeat it because it was so good, <laughs> was that it gave me this <laughs> sense of peace. It was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Just step back, take stock, and then, you know, get a realistic view of how things are. And it's not like, instead of beating yourself up for being behind. And if that feeling of I'm behind can trigger a positive step like that, that's excellent. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what, so what was it that you had said? <laughs> I can't take notes because it would be scratchy on the on the paper on the pen. <laughs> you're you're kidding that you think I actually remember what I said, right? No, I I don't. I, <laughs> you're, um, I believe that you know what the idea was of what you said. You don't have to repeat the words. You, I mean, you know, you said it's a you, you take you it's a you stop you take stock and, and then think about your goals. Yeah, think about um, what needs to happen for you to get where you want to go. There you go. What needs to happen for you to get where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of thinking about, oh, my God, I have to get all this stuff that I'm never going to get and I'm so behind. I suck. Right. Right. Yeah, because, well, and that's that's the real problem with the this feeling like you're behind or that you have to catch up is that is is that it so quickly translates into, you know, I suck, I can't do this, you know, what's wrong with me? I'll never get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's all pretty self-defeating self-talk. Correct. So um, instead, turning your attention to 
what you can do and then taking action on that can be much more inspiring and and you know and make you feel like you you're making progress and and headed in the direction that you want to go mm-hmm. and also you know maybe in that process you see where you might be able to delegate or reach out for help to accomplish whatever it is that you feel behind on right you right. just like make your situation better instead yeah. of beating yourself up right right yeah. and i think it's also the opportunity to let go of some things i think right we you mean like it, it, some of the things that you feel like you're behind on is that what you mean yeah yeah. I think it's so easy to feel like you have to do these things because you took them on for, for whatever reason, when maybe you don't. Mm. Maybe they don't need to be done. Maybe that you can declutter your task list. Yeah. Yeah. That feels nice. Um, yeah. I think, it, I think it's so easy to get caught up in that, like, oh, I said I was going to do this, so I need to do it feeling like do you really what's going to happen if you don't yeah and you know there are certain things that you do need to do and you know there are situations where you know if you committed to something um, and other people are involved it's really worthwhile for you to live in live up to your end of the commitment and there are also situations where it would be totally reasonable for you to let something go. So to be able to take a step back and and look at all of the things that you're trying to get done and, and assessing them from that perspective can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just reminding me a little bit about of our episode 53 about preventing overwhelm. And we talked a little bit about saying no to things uh to you know requests to commitments that don't Mm -hmm. fulfill us and letting other people have a chance to do certain things and volunteer things for example this this sort of is the same thing in a a sense sometimes if you let go of uh let's say it's a volunteer job that you've already committed to that's making you feel behind and you're doing it not a great job at it everybody might benefit if you if you um let somebody else take over the job yeah it doesn't have that doesn't have to be a bad thing or you know things happen right things intervene in our lives that sometimes make it hard to to feel like you're staying on top of things and if you can just let the stuff that isn't important to you uh drop off that can be really helpful right i think that's such a good thing to remember is to to keep sight on your priorities and and what really matters to you your mm-hmm. whys and um put your energy towards those things mm-hmm. um and that one of the things i was thinking about is if if you sort of are in this mindset of like oh i have to catch up and then you catch up and then you you know sort of like whoo now i can breathe easy mm-hmm. and then you're in a position where you're behind again and then you're having to catch up. And so it creates this sort of gnarly cycle that's stressful mm-hmm. as opposed to um, sort of figuring out, you know, what's 
what's a reasonable way for me to keep up with what I have to do here? And mm-hmm. is it reasonable for me to keep up with this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I've been uh, dealing with my email a lot. And for a number of reasons, my inbox got very, very, very full over the last few months. Uh-huh. And so I've been... Um, processing the email, clearing out my inbox, and then thinking like, this is more email than I want to handle in a day. What can I unsubscribe to? Oh, good. And, um, but I think thinking about it from that point of view, as opposed to, oh, there might be something interesting in this newsletter I get, thinking about like, do I want to deal with this newsletter every time it comes in? Right, or do and I, or or do I? You know, I can create a rule for it and put that newsletter in a folder. But do I want to just watch the number of unread messages in that folder <laughs> increase? Right. Yeah. So you can just <laughs> unsubscribe. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, it's funny. I sent out a um, message to my list last week, and I was actually sort of pleased in an odd way when I saw unsubscribes coming through I you know there were just a couple of them but I was like I felt good thinking like oh those people know that what I'm doing is no longer of interest to them and they could either learn from me elsewhere they're no longer interested and they're taking care of themselves and unsubscribing well that's a nice way to look at that and I, I was like, I didn't even try to feel that way. I just felt that way when they came through. And I was like, so happy. <laughs> it was such a funny thing. I remember one time writing, and uh, I've sent out a newsletter every month, and I've done it for a long time, I think. I can't remember. I think I started in 2007 or something. And uh, one time, I, my newsletter topic was encouraging people to unsubscribe from, the, from newsletters. And... Uh, <laughs> And I thought, maybe that wasn't smart. And then I realized, well, A, people who would have to read it in order to know that I said that. <laughs> and <Right>. so those <laughs> and then uh, so probably there were plenty of people who weren't reading who weren't also weren't unsubscribing, which didn't do me any doesn't do me any good. I, uh, yeah. But also, yeah, if they want to, if they're not getting benefit from it and they are reading it, then by all means they should not subscribe because it's just cluttering up their lives but I didn't get yeah. too many unsubscribes from that it, it worked out okay but okay. yeah you, you do want readers who actually want to hear from you yeah yeah I would much rather have um, a somewhat smaller list of people who are happy to see me show up in their inbox than a big list of people who are like who's this or like oh god oh <laughs> yeah, right. It's true. Her again, right? Yeah. But but I don't like. I have a hard time unsubscribing from newsletters of people I know. Make because I'm afraid they're going to feel bad, which they're probably not even noticing. But yeah, that yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not healthy on my part. But I have no trouble unsubscribing from strangers. Yeah, I I realize that I'm subscribed to your organize your family history blog twice. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember if I did it or not, but I went to unsubscribe <laughs> and then I felt compelled 
but like I needed to send you a note to say why I unsubscribed. <laughs> Did I do that? Right. No, but the, I actually don't. The, the funny thing is, I don't pay any attention to who unsubscribes your many letters. I felt uh, like if I did that, I think I may actually still be getting two. But oh, well, um, please, by all means, unsubscribe, unsubscribe for one of them. Yeah, but it was yeah. sort of funny. It was like, oh, I felt compelled to like tell you, I'm only unsubscribing because I'm double subscribed. <laughs> you know, if I'd noticed it, I probably would have said something to you. Like, what yeah. the what? <laughs> yeah. No. no Fine. You're, you're, yeah, sure. Ever ask me for advice again. Because <laughs> that's how no you No genealogy advice. Genealogy advice for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, I think the idea of reframing what it means when, when you feel like you're behind or that you want to catch up is really important and useful. Mm-hmm. It might mean and, you need a break. Yeah. I mean, if you feel like you're on a hamster wheel, uh, well, and I, you need to step away for a little while. And I also think it means that you probably need a better system. Yes. And yeah, a shift yeah. in a shift in um, perspective coupled with an improved system could be really wonderful. Right. Right. Um, I'm thinking. You know, there are times like when you come back from vacation. Say you're going to have a, a buildup of of work to do potentially to get through, um, and I think the key, and we and we talked about this um, in a couple different episodes, I think, um, but one that comes to mind is like the, where we talked about, was it batching or backlogs? Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of rather than um, just, you know, trying to get caught up with what you have stacked up from being away from work for a while, to um, then end up with new stuff coming in and piling up, figuring out a way that you can um, sort of work through that backlog and batches while keeping up with the new stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that uh, in the travel episode, we talked about, you know, ways to sort of give yourself some space on um, with your trips to allow re-entry so you don't have so much stuff to do i think we talked mm-hmm. about that a little bit too yes yeah i was really lucky with this trip i just took i last week was i got back friday before fourth of july which was a thursday right so almost mm-hmm. a week before the fourth of july and I had like so few obligations that holiday week and it just i got like i was totally de-stressed it was an unusual feeling. It was really nice. And I was so nice. much clearer, more clear. Everything was clearer. Um, so um, I'm trying not to stress. <laughs> That's my goal now is to just chill. <laughs> Be more chill. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Well, you're generally a pretty chill person. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. I Sometimes I don't, but um, I try to be. So, yeah, I think it's just really useful to keep in mind that idea of what to do when you start feeling like you're behind or you're feeling this urge to catch up. Mm. 
and to you know check in with yourself what's important what um, reassess what you feel like you need to do and decide what it is you actually can do yeah I just think it's that's just a really great idea to make that feeling that sort of negative feeling be the um, I want to come up with a better word than trigger, but that's the only word that's coming to mind. The prompt to to make that little self-assessment. You know, I think that that's just that was, that's a great way to turn it around, um, and I can't wait to try it. Yeah, I'm sort of excited too. I don't often feel like I'm behind mm-hmm. anymore. I think oh, I used to nice. feel like that a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I think as I've gotten better about assessing how much time things are going to take and then really padding that and adding a big buffer that mm-hmm. it it's not something I feel as often as I used to. That's um, great. But I do I do like having this in my back pocket like, oh, now's the time to reassess. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling not good about this. Let's take a minute. Um, and I know, too, it's hard when you're feeling behind, when you're feeling um, like you just can't get caught up. It's hard to um, take what feels like extra time to set up a system. But doing that is going to make such a difference for you going forward. Mm-hmm. If, if what you're feeling behind about what you, what you can't seem to get caught up with is, is something that you're dealing with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If it's something that you're dealing with on a regular basis, that's no way to live. So you, you've got to figure something out to re- alleviate that. Right. A new system, decluttering your task list, delegating, hiring help, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and if it's something point. that's just happening sort of on a regular basis but not around a particular type of task like it's not happening around say mail or email or something i'm thinking of things that are you know repetitive like that if it's just sort of happening on a regular basis like you constantly feel like you're behind then um it may be useful to integrate um more reviews into your days or weeks just so you can see where you're at and then um, reassess for the next day or even you could do it each you know midday like you can decide what you're going to do in the morning see where you're at and then reassess for the afternoon Mm -hmm. so that you're not working off of an idea of what you need to accomplish that is dated and impossible Right, right. And the thing that jumps to my mind is perhaps setting up interim goals so that you have markers that help keep you on track so you don't feel behind. If, if your goal is, is the, the completion of a, pro- a big project that you're nowhere near f- getting, you know, nowhere near finishing, um, you might feel m- more behind or worried than if you had each of the individual steps and checked them off as you went. Yes. I think that's a really good point. Um, And it also may be a good 
time to use um, if there aren't, if you don't necessarily have steps that can be broken down that small to um, think about time, you know, spending X amount of time on something. And then, you know, if this is a long-term project, spending a certain amount of time, seeing if that's getting, moving you forward at the rate that you want to be going and continuing at that, or maybe allotting a little bit more time or a little less time, whatever, but to um, create ways that you can see your progress, that you can perceive your progress in some way um, so that you, you feel like you're accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, As opposed to just having this big, uh, you know, this big thing out in front of you that feels a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Use use the timer, my favorite organizing tool. Yes. Um, yeah, my best friend, the timer. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So, anything else to say about how you're not behind? <laughs> no, no. I think <laughs> I feel I've said everything I can about how I'm not behind. Now, I think it's a really gr- great message <laughs> that none of us is behind. <laughs> right (laughs) all right well then we would like to hear from you our listeners um uh do you feel like you're behind a lot of the time do you feel like you're trying to catch up do you have um any tips or ideas that you would like to share you can leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. You can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com where you will also find links to all of our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I'm so glad I got through that without sneezing or coughing or... You did pretty well, Shannon.